It was an event 10 years in the making. Two Jeepers brought together by a single podcast. And it would create a lifelong obsession with beaver nuggets and bad cigars. It's the Jeep Talk Show event at Hidden Falls Adventure Park brought to you by Nexon Tires returns for another trip. Not again. The Jeep Talk Show takes over Hidden Falls June 4th and 5th. Come meet your favorite Jeep Talk Show hosts. See the Jeep Talk Show Gladiator and enjoy some amazing off-road terrain. Did we mention you can get some free stickers, too? Yeah, and I suppose you're going to say, you know, while you're in there. The second annual Jeep Talk Show Meet the Hosts event at Hidden Falls Adventure Park in Marble Falls, Texas, June 4th and 5th. Yeah, I'll be there. Brought to you by the Nexon Tires Rodian MTX Mud Terrain Tire. Yeah, I want to give me some of y'all. For more information, go to JeepTalkShow.com or follow the show on Facebook. Yeah, so that's where you guys have been hiding. Josh, I got a question for you for the uh, while you're in there comment. We we nixed yeah. the idea of making them get the the stickers out of our pockets, right? Or are we still? <laughs> I thought that was still on the table. Or is I that still on the table? Are we gonna okay. do? Are we gonna do the little candy and the really little ones so they really have to dig around in there? Or I've Gross. got a, I've got a I've got a dish of loose cichlids right over here. Tammy, you, uh, you can get in on this if you want. It's you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We are yeah. joking, of course. A hell of a way to open the show, Tony. <laughs> You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in and brace yourself. Oh my God, what a wonderful day to be alive because we've got sponsors and we have giveaways. But enough about that. Let's talk about a great announcement. You know, you got to sell it. This has got an all new body design. (laughs) And they're calling it and they're calling it Bronco. Uh, <laughs> so we have a great announcement. We are going to do, and, and I, I think I told you guys about this, so, you know, stay yes. calm. You have to do a drum roll. I, I, I looked on the board. I don't see it. I don't think I moved it oh. over. So oh, let, let me, I'll just use this one. Are you there? So we are going <laughs> to do a fourth weekly episode. All right. When's Woo-hoo. my paycheck coming? <laughs> Well, it's going to have to be divided by four now. So <laughs> we each get our own show. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, we're going to have God. the listeners call in, and I'll just record them, and that'll be an episode. We'll have uh, sixteen hundred episodes a, w- a month. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> that would be funny. So uh, we will be releasing the interview episode on Thursdays. Monday, the format that you've loved for years. Wednesday is our roundtable. Thursday is that interview episode I was just talking about. And Friday will be the same format as Monday's episode. The Jeep Talk Show, now four days a week. Damn, I'm already tired. (laughs) Four days a week. Somebody around here is going to have to get another job. Yeah, well, this is another job. <laughs> you know it more than better than anybody else. So, uh, yeah, basically, we're just going to uh, move the interview out of uh, uh, Monday's episode and put it on Thursday. And that's going to leave this us is- more shenanigans uh, for our Monday episode. And it's especially important since uh, Tammy has rejoined us. Because we want uh, Tammy and Wendy, who's not here tonight, uh, to have more time in the show to uh, speak and uh, come up with some good jokes. Not only that, Tony, uh, this is also going to open us up for a little bit more long form on the interviews. Yes. You know, before we've been kind of having to keep the interviews to a certain time frame, more or less. And that's been uh, ultimately for, you know, storage, not to uh, throw a two or three hour podcast at you guys, which we've been known to do occasionally. Uh, but no, this is going to be enable us to really go in depth with the interviews a little bit more, really peel back the layers a little bit more and ask the all the questions that you guys want asked and, you know, really spend some time with the guests. And that's what you guys want. You guys want more of the stuff that we've been giving to you for years. This is how we're going to do it. I thought, you know, if Joe Rogan uh, makes $110 million uh, doing interviews. What the hell? <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? That would be so awesome. Oh, I would miss you guys so much. Um, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live, Tony. <laughs> oh, I'll have a uh, staff at that point. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. A security gate. <laughs> 
No, it would be a lot of fun. Uh, I actually, uh, this sick dream that I have, I think it'd be so much fun if we actually had a studio that we all could go and meet in. And oh, record. you and I have been talking about that for years. Yeah, and yeah. How cool it would be to actually yeah, sit across the desk from each other while we do this. And I think the problem was is that I, I like the idea of doing it in Southeast Texas, and you like the idea of doing it in Oregon. <laughs> I sure the hell do. <laughs> well, we could just meet halfway and do it in Utah. <laughs> I think uh, Arizona or New Mexico would be halfway. But anyway, uh, <laughs> if you haven't been keeping count, let me tell you about our sponsors. You guys know about our sponsors. I mean, my God, this everybody has said yes, and it's just so wonderful. So the sponsors that are behind all of these reoccurring giveaways, Midland Radio USA, Nexon Tire USA, JKS Manufacturing, Bolt, the Bolt Lock people, Dirty Acres, The Gear Spot, Rock Auto, yes, Rock Auto, and Northridge 4x4, yes, Northridge 4x4, uh, Stein Yeager, and more to come. These are businesses that have agreed to give give you their great products, not just once, but several times over the next 12 months. Tell them thank you, and you can thank the Jeep Talk Show by telling someone about the show and our great giveaways. Remember to use the hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways on your social media posts. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, never driven anything but Jeeps, this show is for you. Josh, Tammy, Wendy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about... Jeeps! Giveaways. That is one thing that I would yell at the computer all the time, and Josh and Wendy would just sit there. I'm like, guys! Uh, you, you'll be happy to know this. We haven't done video on these shows in a while, but you'll be happy to know, Tammy, that Josh usually uh, signals to the to the camera uh, during the intro. He, he waves or salutes or, or something. <laughs> still do that. There's nobody watching. I, it's muscle memory. I'm watching. I, I see it. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, just for you, Tony. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, Jeeper. We are definitely glad you're here. I'm Josh. And on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be talking about Stellantis in Russia. Yeah. And we're also getting to the details surrounding a huge deal that was just struck with Jeep's parent company and a big name in the tech industry. We'll also be hearing why Jeep had to pay millions to the EPA last year. And later, I've got a must-have for all of you light junkies out there. I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, and, you know, I want to be a shield maiden, not just a regular maiden. Okay. So, I'm Tony. You have to uh, go into the Discord room. (laughs) I know. I I got the reference, actually. I didn't. I was like, you know. Oh, no. (laughs) They're calling themselves the knights and maidens of the Uh, round table. Okay. So, this is the, uh, for the uh, the round table, the knights of the round table. Nice and maidens. <laughs> I'm Tony. We announced the winner of the MidlandUSA.com first giveaway of many. Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Now, in the world of wireless communications and mobile processors, there are, there are few that are bigger than Qualcomm. You'll be hard-pressed to find a smartphone in your home right at this second that doesn't have a Qualcomm chip in it, in fact. For years, this company has been at the forefront of cellular technology and mobile processor development, but not in the automotive markets. Last week, the company announced that a deal has been struck with Stellantis, Jeep's parent company, to adopt Qualcomm's Snapdragon digital chassis, a cloud-enabled platform for telematics, connectivity, digital cockpit, and ADAS, or Advanced Driver Assistance Systems, or as I like to call them, Lazy Driver Systems. Beginning in 2024, the deal will bring more intelligent and immersive experiences to Stellantis' 14 brands, including Jeep. Among other things, the deal involves Stellantis using Snapdragon cockpit platforms to power in-car communication and infotainment systems. Stellantis is building the STLA brain to be used in their upcoming smart cockpit systems. This whole project has been in the works for quite a while now, and Jeep's parent company is using the help of two other huge names, both Amazon and Foxconn, to fine-tune its usability. What all this means is that in just two or three years, Jeep will go through another massive transformation, electronically speaking anyways, digitally, if you will. And we will see a suite of technology and software-based amenities and options, the likes of which we've only seen in concepts, and promotional videos for that matter too. And they'll become as much of a part of the off-roading Jeep as, well, the transfer case is. But if you ask me, that's just more distraction, more disconnection from the vehicle itself, and more things to fail or act up. 
This is also going to be the start of pay-to-play features and subscription-based options. And if you're kind of like me, you might also be thinking this is the beginning of Skynet. I was thinking the same thing. So I was trying to do a search here. It seems to me that I remember um, that uh, Qualcomm, uh, if you were a U.S. employee, U.S. Uh, government employee, you were not, uh, you could not use like a cell phone or any devices with Qualcomm chips in it because there was a concern about them uh, uh, stealing Having information. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Like that well. yeah, does does that, that sound familiar? It, it does sound familiar, and it's also kind of um, right in line with some of my, my worries, fears, uh, conspiracy theories, if you will, <laughs> uh, about this whole thing. I mean, one, this is going to be uh, essentially just like your cell phone. As long as it's on, as long as that battery in the, in the Jeep is connected, the Jeep itself is going to be connected to the network. So They're going to know I, every place you go. Just, just like your cell phone. It's, yeah. it's going to be constantly connected to that network, and all that information is going to be constantly being, being shared both back and forth. Which this means, I mean, which is already happening to a certain degree. We already have over-the-air updates that are happening right now. But this is going to be on another level of remote access. So we're going to see, you know, push notifications. You're th something's going to come up on the display and say, you know, hey, there's uh, something coming up that you need to be aware of. But there's also uh, opens up the possibility for remote shutdown. Mm -hmm. Let's just say they want to go ahead and turn off every Jeep that has this chip in it with a push of a button. It yep. could be done. Well, and, and I don't know if you guys remember the Will Smith, Gene Hackman movie, and I think I got those two backwards uh, as far as uh, importance in the movie. But uh, the, uh, the enemy of the state, where mm -hmm. they were, oh, they would take. Uh, he was in a uh, Gene Hackman was like in a, a Faraday cage in his uh, little building that he had to blow up because Will Smith uh, screwed up. <laughs> and uh, the phones, you know, they would take the cell phones and they would crush them and break up the SIM, uh, the the little SIMs that were in the uh, the, the phone, because right. the, the, your cell phone still transmits location even if it's off. But if you take the SIM card out and break it, then it's dead. So this is another going to be another way that uh, I was going to say the U.S. government, but really technically any government will be able to track you. Or companies. That's true. You know, like yeah, companies because companies. they'll probably be a contractor for the U.S. government. That way right. they can have deniability. <laughs> <laughs> well, she raises another point that I don't, I don't know if, if she intended to. But we're talking about unprecedented levels of metadata coming out yep. of, of uh, you know, all these uh, telematics from, uh, from, from all these different vehicles. Uh, you know, how, what's the average speed that a person in this state or this county drives? Right. Um, you know, how, what's the, you know, I mean, just all this data can now be, can, uh, you know, gathered and sold. So in that, and that you're you're going to be a part of all of that. But this also, you know, on top of all that, it, it, this is going to open the door for the subscribe or die mantra. Yep. That if you want, if you want to be able to use all the features of your Jeep that you paid for, you're going to have to subscribe to these special services. <laughs> you you want to go in uh, incognito mode? Well, we we got a, a package for that. <laughs> Nickel and dime oh. in a death. Seriously, though, I mean, if you want to be able to put your Jeep into four-wheel uh, four, uh, four drive, uh, you may have to pay for it. If you first, want four low, first you may have to multiple, multiple choice test so, so we can tell that if you're capable of going off-road. <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah. I'm also worried about other things. You know, with this constant level of connection, could there be something like a nanny code put into the firmware of this? So, let's say, you know, uh, um, they don't want you driving faster than 55 miles per hour. There will actually be a governor built into the software and the firmware of the vehicle that tells you that this vehicle cannot, is not allowed to go over this speed. Let's say you decided that you you know weren't paying attention, uh, there's nobody around, you were doing 85 on the freeway. Oh, maybe they're just going to go ahead and, and send that information, including your registration all information mm -hmm. to the local sheriff's office or state patrol. Uh, maybe you're, you're too off camber, and so it sends this information to your insurance company that says you're a reckless driver. You know, maybe you're too far. You're too far out. You're out in the out in the boonies, and uh, and uh oh, you know, you can't connect uh, to back to the network because you're too far out. Well, it's just going to go ahead and shut shut your your vehicle down for you because it thinks that maybe you know you're underwater or that you've uh, fallen off the planet or something. Who knows? I, I see so many issues and so many problems with uh, an adoption of this kind of level of technology and this level of connectivity to vehicles when it's so heavily integrated into the actual functionings of the vehicle itself. 
All right. So, you know, I often say on the interviews, this is a Jeep talk show, million dollar idea. Spielberg, I want a part of this. Uh, The movie Duel with uh, Dennis Weaver and the 18-wheeler that was chasing him in the car, and the car would have to slow down because it would overheat, and it was one of Spielberg's first movies. And I remember. I yeah. absolutely hated that movie. But <laughs> so now we update it to the 18 wheeler is a hacker, or maybe he has a whole uh, uh, group of hackers in the, the trailer behind him, and they're hacking into Dennis Weaver's car. Now, unfortunately, Dennis Weaver won't be there to make the, the movie, but, <laughs> but they can find somebody else. A nice 21st century version, electronic version of Duel. Nice timely reference, by the way, too. <laughs> what was it like a 1980s movie or something? Uh, no, I've like never a, even heard of it. A 60s or 70s movie, I think. I don't know. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. So, yeah, that's uh, a lot of stuff up and coming. Who knows what's going to happen uh, with that? I think something that we can pretty much say the writing was on the wall for a little while is, is Stellantis shutting down operations in Russia. This week, Stellantis has confirmed that all operations at its plant in Russia have been completely stopped. The Kaluga Russia facility is about 125, uh, 125 miles southeast of Moscow and employs about 2,700 people there, give or take. Well, at least it used to. In a statement released Tuesday, the company says, quote, given the rapid daily increase in cross-sanctions and logistical difficulties, Stellantis has suspended all operations in Kaluga to ensure full compliance with all cross-sanctions and to protect its employees. Stellantis condemns violence and supports all actions capable of restoring peace. Stellantis also committed $1.1 million in humanitarian aid for Ukrainian refugees and civilians displaced as a result of the Russian invasion. So re- good on Stellantis. I really thought it was going another direction. I, th- I thought that they saw an opportunity to sell some uh, vehicles to Russia because they were taking heavy losses in uh, the U- Ukraine with tanks and stuff. So they're going to get some uh, <laughs> urban uh, uh, SUVs urban over there. Urban assault vehicles. Uh, uh, urban assault vehicle. <laughs> Another another movie reference from the eighties. <laughs> I call my Jeep an urban assault vehicle. I don't, it's, it's, it can go anywhere. Well, over the last couple of years, it has become blatantly obvious that Jeep is going well all in with the move to electrification. If the focus on this year's Easter Jeep Safari concepts wasn't enough, well, let's look at some other numbers. The Wrangler 4XE Hybrid, for instance, shows that Jeep buyers are at least somewhat open to electrified models. In fact, it accounts for around 25-30% to 30% of all Wrangler sales since it was introduced in late 2020, and soon a hybrid Grand Cherokee will hit showroom floors as well. It's a fact the automotive industry is in a bit of a state of transition right now, a shift globally, if you will, across all automakers to move into the realm of electrification. But the need for internal combustion engines is, well, still very much here, is it not? And will be for some time still, I predict. However, despite the push from Stellantis, Jeep's parent company, to move into the world of hybrid drive technology, they're still playing a little bit of a game of catch-up. You see, Stellantis as a whole has been at the bottom of the Environmental Protection Agency's fuel economy rankings for years now and had a fleet average of 21.3 miles per gallon during the 2020 model year, a far cry from the industry average of 25.4 miles per gallon. What makes this even worse is that the new rules introduced by the domestic energy-hating Biden administration will require automakers to achieve average fleet fuel efficiency of, get this, 49 miles per gallon by 2030, or pay the price. And that's just what Stellantis has been having to do lately. Last year, Stellantis revealed it was on the hook for $741 million, that's million with a B, to cover fuel economy penalties. This year, it's likely going to be much, much worse. Why, might you ask? Well, it's because the the same administration that has brought you record inflation and gas prices has forced the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to increase its corporate average fuel economy, or CAFE, penalty from just $5.50 per tenth of a mile per gallon to $14 per tenth of a mile per gallon of inefficiency, a significant increase of over 54%. Jeep has not yet set a date for when it will go all electric. However, the longer it waits, the more fuel economy penalties it will have to pay. But they do have a goal for electrified models to account for 70% of its all of its sales by 2025. Maybe that will be the tipping point for them, and at that level, they won't be incurring penalties any longer. Who knows? Jeep's goals are ambitious, and only time will tell if it's the right move. That is unbelievable. That, I mean, how are they going to do that? Oh, they just have to uh, sign a bill, and there it is. 
And there it is. That's, that's oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, how are how are they going to do forty nine miles per gallon? Um, yeah. uh, they'll take more uh, FCA vehicles and put a Jeep sticker on it. Uh, and even those, the, I mean, can you get forty nine miles to the gallon on a motorcycle? I mean, that's uh, well, a moped, it I guess. Be, it, it's not forty nine miles per gallon on every vehicle that you produce. It just has to be that out of all the vehicles that you produce, you have to have an average. Of all of them all together, of 49 miles per gallon. That's just stupid. I can, right I can now, see this going the, the way of uh, PCs. And, and again, another timely reference. When uh, PCs first came out, they were like $10,000 if you wanted a hard drive in it. And uh, people said, that's way too much money. Uh, can I just build my own? And then you would go and buy the parts uh, from various places. And you'd put you together a, a PC that probably was only three or $4,000. And that's a huge savings. So I can see uh, the, the, the companies going into the thing of, well, we'll sell you the parts and you put it together, and then we don't have the penalty of the 49 oh. miles per gallon. Interesting. Ghost cars. How about that? Ghost cars. Go. Yeah. <laughs> a 3D printer that will take up the garage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It will only take you a year to have your new car. So, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. I mean, for a, a company that, that, you know, makes billions of dollars year over year, I mean, it, it, you know, millions uh, of, of dollars in fines probably isn't that big of a concern. And, and to be honest, that, that offset uh, in cost is likely shifted over to, uh, to, to the consumers anyway. So, you know, uh, what we're likely going to see is that Jeep isn't going to hit that, um, that 70% mark. They're not going to be hitting that 49 uh, miles per gallon average, and likely they're, they're they're going to incur record levels of of uh, uh, fuel economy penalties. Yeah, nobody's uh, going to hit this, and that's the point. The the, the government yep. wants taxes. They know oh, they know that they're not nobody's going to hit this because no. they want the money because they know better how to spend the money than we do. And do you and think though that companies will go out of business? I what I might predict is that Stellantis is going to have some issues. Now, honestly, if if we go into the Wayback Machine and go back like 10 years, there were some talks, well, maybe not quite that long ago, but there were some talks about, you know, could Jeep be its own automaker? Jeep has always had a parent company for the most part. Right. And, and so if you were to take like a company like Jeep and Ram, for instance, and they themselves, because honestly, uh, from FCA to Stellantis, Jeep and Ram pretty much bolstered up their entire sales numbers. I mean, it was, they, they accounted for something like 80% of their revenue. So, you know, it's, it's, it is the Jeep and Ram show for the most part, as far when it comes to, when it comes to Stellantis, that's where all the bread and butters come from. That's where the money is coming from. At least as it was for FCA. Now Stellantis has a few other brands under its belt. They've got some high dollar um, brands as well, like, you know, Maserati and stuff like that. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I, I, I foresee that if Jeep and Ram were onto themselves and, and separate from all of this, we wouldn't be seeing this big push for electrification. We'd be seeing the same Jeep and Ram that we've been seeing all along. All of this is being dictated by the parent companies, which are being dictated by, uh, you know, uh, policy and politics and crap like that. The people like fun vehicles, not these craptastic uh, little things that uh, the, the government seems to want us to drive. So whenever they don't want us to drive at all, right? Whenever you, whenever you go to vote, make sure that you vote for um, uh, the politicians that think the way you do. I can't even believe I have to say this. Um, the government doesn't need our money; we need our money. So no, vote for, like vote for tax collection last yeah, year. Or yeah, something? yeah. I mean, vote for uh, the the people having the power, not the federal government and, and here, the local here. government. As far as that goes, I don't care what party it is. The they need the, they need to go get a real job is what they need to go do. Oh, here, amen. Well, in the meantime, if you have a news tip or response to any one of our stories, we definitely love hearing what you guys have to say. Be sure to let us know what's on your mind. You can do it by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out all the ways you can reach out and join in on the fun. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. And be sure to tell your friends about the 4x4 Radio Network as well. There's stuff over there for all kinds of off-roaders, not just Jeepers, just tons of great off-road podcasts. It's all for free. It's all in one place. 
4x4radionetwork.com website. The number four, the letter X, the number four, and radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. I want to call you guys to, to action, uh, all the uh, the listeners out there. Um, I, because I've been going back to work two days a week now, uh, starting in April. Uh, well, this, don't overdo this, it there, This pal. month, yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, if I, if, I, if I just need to go in the office two days, I'm not going to be in there three. Um, so anyway, I'm listening to podcasts again because I, I don't know. I just got in the habit of listening to podcasts on the, the drive in and the drive home. So uh, I've, I've been updating my list. And uh, I went to go add the four by four podcast to my list, and 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 correct me, you guys correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, I I don't think the four by four podcast has had had an episode since December of 2021. No, I, I may be wrong about this, but when I went to add it, uh, because I got a new phone, I didn't remove it. I got a new phone, and I have to add everything back. And I'm doing it because of the traveling back and forth. So go over to the 4x4 uh, podcast and ask Dan, what the hell? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably work-related because uh, he's overseas now. He's, he's in yeah, the he's Army. military guy, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's always been difficult for him to, to get the podcast. But reach out there to him and say, Dan, where's the episodes? We're missing it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he would like hearing from you. Hey. Tony, I hope something's not wrong. Uh, I've got my Friday edition and everything else, but uh, I've been meaning to call you and tell you I hope your wife is doing really well. I only know how well that uh, really affects us. It's DR out here in Utah, by the way. But uh hope everything's going okay. Talk to you later. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody That's for nice. the, the yeah, yeah. The, the prayers, uh, the wishes for prayers and uh, good thoughts for my wife. She had appendicitis, and uh, it started at the first of uh, of March, was it? Gosh, yes, I think it was. Jeez, really? That I didn't know she was suffering yeah, for that the, long. The Lord. the event, I guess you would say, was uh, was like uh, March the seventh, I believe. And then we went uh, several weeks because, you know, we're never sick, and it's just, it'll go away. And then after, after a week and a half, it's like, well, this is probably pretty serious. So, I mean, it got better, certainly. Die from that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but anyway, so she finally had the appendix surgery, and unfortunately, they couldn't do the, the three little holes type thing where you have recovery the time. Is, or yeah, or it's a lacoscopy or something. I always, always mess it up. Yeah. So, uh, because uh, of the infection and the uh, um, all the infection, it actually he actually had to open her up like a five or six inch long incision. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that really changed the the recovery time, uh, as you can well imagine. It's just right there in the middle of uh, of, her, of her belly, and um, we we actually it was having we were having some problems uh, with it, and we had to go back to see the the surgeon, and he put her in the the hospital. He was concerned that she was leaking from you know the the bowels uh, type thing and he like internal bleeding or something well or, no this would be like feces and uh, oh that's oh, very so bad actually, yeah, well, like, like, it's like, what yeah. happens whenever you have appendicitis and your appendix bursts mm. except in this case the appendix wasn't there but it may have been leaking that stuff into her uh, abdominal cavity so anyway she was rushed into the, the hospital and uh, fortunately she wasn't leaking uh, but she did have some infection uh, that had to be cleared up. So we still had to spend another two days in the hospital. And mm-hmm. one of those days, actually that happened on Thursday. Yeah, and that's when that we recorded the show. Week. And I was keeping uh, Wendy, Tammy, and Josh updated on if we were going to record the show or not. And everything was kind of lining up. There was a lot of relief that she was okay. And she was just going to have to be in the hospital. Everything was kind of lining up where we were going to be able to do the show. And as God is my witness, Murphy struck. And we had some weird-ass problems, technical issues. And from all the things I had gone through on Thursday, it was just, I mean, we were, it was like 10.30 or something uh, central time. And we had no clue. And I just said, guys, we just got to call it. Everybody was able to come uh, Friday except for Tammy, some sort of Easter family thing. 
Well, my son was here, so <laughs> my kids always come first. Well, I'll say that's the that's I heard the that she had to wash her hair, but <laughs> so anyway, we weren't able to record the episode, and that's what Dr. is talking about. He was waiting to see that uh, hear that episode released on Friday, and unfortunately, we didn't record it till Friday, and it wasn't released till Saturday. So, Dr., thank you for the words, and and I know I've explained this before, but I also too, I just wanted to thank everybody for asking about my wife and the prayers and stuff that were offered up. Well, I'm glad it was him that called asking about where the show was and not Midland Radio USA. Like, hey. <laughs> oh, I hate the timing on that. It's his Murphy's Law, our first giveaway of the multi-giveaways. Yeah. And then we had to record a day late. But we recorded. Yeah. I actually say prayers for your wife every single day <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Just uh, saying. Hey, and speaking of uh, that Midland radio that we were uh, giving away the la- last week, last episode, it's time to announce our giveaway winner of said Midland USA GMRS radio package. Midland Radio is the largest and most trusted radio brand in North America. As pioneers in CB, weather radio, and GRMS technology, Midland Radio has been constantly moving the industry forward since 1959. Now, in 2020, a couple years ago, Midland became the official communication sponsor of Jeep Jamboree. We all know that name, right? And brought forth GMRS technology as the new standard in communications for off-roading and overlanding enthusiasts. Midland Radio can be found on their website, MidlandUSA.com, or on various social media platforms with the handle at MidlandUSA. Hey, this is George from Waterloo, Iowa enjoying a good cigar and thought I'd call and let you guys know Midland Radio drive the wave thank you much and uh, George is our winner and uh, George will be contacting you to get your uh, your uh, uh, mailing information so we can send that over to Zach at uh, Midland USA and you can get your uh, MidlandUSA.com uh, MXT I always do that I got MTX in the show notes MXT275VP4. And it has all those letters and numbers because this is a bundle. It's a $250 value. And nice. this is, yeah, this is a micro mobile bundle. And when you have a Jeep, micro, <laughs> micro bundle sounds really good. <laughs> so, George from Waterloo, Iowa, you will get the GMRS MXT275 transmitter. It is perfect for mounting in the limited space of a Jeep, a 3DB antenna. Uh, and cable, and it doubles your range over a GRMRS walkie-talkie, mic extension cable, bracket mount, and more. Now, if you didn't win, remember, this is just one chance out of several for you to win a great giveaway item from Midland USA. Don't want to wait? Well, just go to MidlandUSA.com and, well, start shopping right now. Holy cow, you guys. I've been sitting on the edge of my seat all morning, <laughs> even last night. I tried to download the show last night. Open, open, That's pretty open. early for me. All the way up till 8 o'clock, I was panicking. <laughs> I finally had to go to bed, get up early, and I was really panicking. Anyway, uh, Midland Radios drive the wave. And I can't believe that you didn't get that drive the wave, Tony. Drive the wave, radio waves. I didn't get it. You know, frequency, radio uh-huh. waves, all that stuff. Uh, hey. Anyway, I'm glad to hear your wife's okay, too. Uh, FDR from uh, Utah, by the way. <laughs> anyway, talk to you later. Always love hearing from you, DR. You have a very distinctive yeah. voice. Uh, we know who it is every time we hear it, but we, I still appreciate you saying who it is. <laughs> Hey, this is Nick from Texas. I was calling to say that I'm excited for the Hidden Falls JTS run. Can it be June yet? Bye. <laughs> he sounds like Chuck. Chuck is so ready to be to bring his 18-wheeler down, his multiple all-metal Jeeps, and I think half the neighborhood. Uh, he, he's, he's coming down with all that he's stuff. He's got an entourage coming with him, doesn't he? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiator's... Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. Tammy, Josh, how many windshield dings do you have? Does oh. the star with with a few de- within a few days become a crack from the top and then the bottom of the windshield? 
Actually, you know what? I was going crack free. That sounds kind of weird. I'm so glad the meetings are working. (laughs) Until I got to Colorado and I had to replace two windshields in Colorado. And then as soon as I replaced the second windshield, a freaking rock hit right. You can't. It's not in, in the where you see part it's like right there it's where it can irritate the hell out of you it's not i don't know what you're talking about i don't know why it doesn't hit right square in the middle of where the the driver sees out the window but it's so damn irritating uh and so it's there now and i'm just like should i put fingernail polish on it to keep it from spreading or um but it's just a, a crack right there but two windshields in the past two years that's pretty good I, I'm on my third windshield in, in my XJ. I uh, uh, got a, uh, I don't know if it was a ding, what happened, but uh, God, I think I didn't even have the Jeep for 60 days yet and cracked right up through the middle, all the way, top to bottom, and uh, uh, had to replace it. And, and then I, not even a year later, uh, out on the trail, and I, again, something had happened, and I, and, and it cracked and it wasn't as bad but i decided to replace it anyways and right. now here we are, i'm on, on on number three so i have about four dings or stars and two of those stars have a diagonal crack going oh. from the top to the bottom of the windshield which which vehicle is this on this is the gladiator it's this is the gladiator Seriously? this is the gladiator segment josh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really the I only one I've been I driving. I don't understand how. I mean, for as little as that Jeep uh, has exactly. seen the road, exactly. you have that much damage. I mean, yes, you just are. You're just itching to get behind a gravel truck, aren't you? I mean, it, <laughs> it is so strange. And you know, when the, the first one happened, I said, "Well, I'm gonna get some of that stuff with a little suction device and the glue or whatever the hell it is, and I'll fix that thing." And then I I, I procrastinated, procrastinated, and all of a sudden, crack. So, and then I got another one uh, over toward the driver's side, and within like two days, it went the whole length of the, you know, from top to uh, bottom on the, on the windshield. So, the question I have for you guys is, and this is, uh, I don't think it's the, I don't think the, the hosts have tried this, but certainly if you have, let me know. Uh, but you, the listener, have you tried the Gorilla Glass replacement yet? Or maybe you bought a Jeep with the Gorilla Gra- Glass upgrade. Um, I've got a $250 deductible on the 2021 uh, Jeep Talk Show insurance, so it's what I'm talking about here. Uh, and uh, the insurance stated, uh, the company stated that they will cover the cost minus 250 for Gorilla Glass windshield replacement. Oh, my. Wow. Yep, they didn't seem to be too concerned about it. I don't think they'd ever heard about it. Uh, I don't know that they know that it's about $750 for the glass. <laughs> So the Glad is about a year old now, and the windshield needs to be replaced. I mean, I mean, it's fine, I guess, the way it is, but gosh, it's just a lot of little dings and, and big two two major cracks. Does Are, does the county that you live in do they gravel the roads instead nope. of uh, salting or, or spraying them? I mean, I'm just we don't have uh, we don't really have any ice or and certainly no snow, so it's not anything they're putting down on the roads for weather. Huh. Yeah. You're gonna have to get one of those uh, one of those little uh, plexiglass lips that they put up on the front of the hoods. Remember those back in the 80s and 90s? Yeah, and it was uh, like uh, a, a bug deflector or yeah, something. It's supposed uh, to change the airflow enough to push uh, a pebble or a bug up and over the windshield instead of at it. Yeah, the 80s and 90s is where that's gonna stay for me. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought we'd see a nice big Jeep talk show one right across the front. You know, mirrored letters so they could see it in the rearview mirror when they look up. So my oldest son is uh, interested in getting a, a Jeep, and uh, you know I told him get a Gladiator, uh, but uh, I think as a family vehicle he's looking at a, a JLU, and he asked me to you know work him up uh, configuration. So while I was over there doing that on the Jeep.com uh, website, uh, I configured a Sport S JL uh, and and a JLU because I I would really rather he got a two door, uh, and the uh, the Gorilla Glass upgrade in that Jeep dot com configuration is a four hundred and ninety five dollars oh it's come down which i was surprised like because seven or eight hundred bucks because i was surprised we wow. had previously reported on a, 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 a episode a while back i think that it was going to be ninety five dollars you remember that josh yeah so it's not <laughs> when 
when I replaced my windshield, the cost, I obviously didn't have to pay it because I had insurance, but the total bill was like $827. I've, what? I've, I've gotten, because yes. uh, I've, I've reached out uh, to some glass companies and just the standard uh, Jeep glass uh, to replace where they come to my house was, uh, was like, I think, 250 so well, uh, that's that's about what I spent on both my windshields. I think I on, on one of them I actually took the time to get some shops to work against each other, and I got it for yeah. under two dollars. Yeah. Uh, but the last two, I it was right around two fifty. I think I might have spent three hundred for one, and that included a mobile charge or something like that. But I, yeah, I mean, geez, eight hundred bucks for a windshield? Come yeah. on. Well, uh, this was the the Willys, you know the. The Willys edition. Oh, so it's got the it Easter those, eggs in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the little Jeep on maybe, the rocks and all that. Even yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. I mean, I understand nothing against you, but I don't care about that stuff. I just don't want no cracks. But I don't see much sense in uh, replacing it with the same windshield if it's going to crack this easy. Um, so I'll say this: based on my experience and the minimal driving of the Glad, under seven thousand miles. Jeez. Get the Gorilla Glass. And then once you get it, let me know how it worked out for you. Hopefully, before I buy it myself. <laughs> now, is the Gorilla Glass the same as the, the same company as like the Gorilla Glue people, or is that something totally different? Well, it really is just glue, and they set it in a form and squirt no, all the glue in no. it. Oh no! no. Uh, I was <laughs> really all Gorilla for Glass that. Is the, is the same kind of glass that's on your cell phone. Yeah, you know, you, get, you know, cell phone screens back in the day, you pull them in out of your pocket ten times, you could barely see the screen. Well. The technology has improved greatly with uh, uh, the ad adaptation of Gorilla Glass, which is extremely resilient, very, very much scratch resistant, and extremely durable, too. And in some forms and thicknesses and stuff like that, you can bash it with a hammer and nothing happens. So what do you think, Tammy? Are you uh, likely to try go the Gorilla Glass for your next windshield replacement? Um, only if the insurance company would pay for it. So that'll be a yes. I just don't like mm -hmm. the idea of putting it in there and having the same thing happen over and over and over again. Right. I, and, and the Gorilla Glass probably is not indestructible, but I would hope that it would be a little um, more forgiving from uh, yeah. rock strikes. How about and you, I Josh? know that, isn't it the way our windshields are because they're not at an angle makes Jeep's windshields more prone to cracking from the rocks? They're, is a, that lot, true? they're a lot more flat. Uh, it could be right. the airflow, too, that Josh was talking about, but they're very flat, and they kind of almost, uh, they're more vertical than I think most vehicles. So, the you get the full impact of the projectile. Right. That's what I thought. What about you, Josh? You think you might try uh, Gorilla Glass if they have if they make it for the Cherokee? I know that they don't. At least they didn't uh, a number of months back when I was looking. Um so oh, you're uh, interested anyway I, I i'm curious i i don't know that i because i don't daily drive my jeep it doesn't see a lot of freeway time um and and so i and with as cheap as as the glass is i mean and i don't want to say 250 bucks is cheap that's a good chunk of change um but i would rather do that than pay the deductible um and and risk my insurance going up or something like that so right. I, you know i i just assume just you know pay for it out of pocket be done with it and and I'm going to go with uh, likely the OEM replacement because it it works it it holds up well enough and I don't seem to be replacing them every year so it's not one of those things where it's like God I'm going through one of these every five or you know every couple hundred days uh you know what what's what what what's the guy to do here uh so you know the the OEM is good enough I think I'll probably stick with it am I curious am I interested about it yes and if the price comes down and and it becomes the new industry standard and they're all Gorilla Glass from this point forward well then. Obviously, I'd go with it. So let me ask you this. Uh, and actually, I can't believe that this isn't one of the jobs you've had in the past. You're a very much uh, do-it-yourself kind of guy. Have you ever considered uh, doing your own uh, uh, windshield gasket and uh, new windshield, replacing it yourself? Windshield, no. Side window, yes. Any door glass, Yeah, absolutely. that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 but no, windshield, there's, there's, there's too much to screw up. Um, and, and you really do have to have some specialty tools in order to do it right. I don't have those. Um, and, and, and so that, that's not something that I would, I would attempt to, uh, to, to try and do. Interesting. Uh, same thing with, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, doing a set of gears. I'm, I, I only partially set up for, for doing gears in a, in a differential. I don't have the specialty tools to do that sort of stuff. So I wouldn't attempt to do it. So, and I'm not going to try and do a job that requires specialty tools without having those tools. 
I may be wrong, but I think the specialty tool is a wire that you run along the base of the uh, <laughs> the windshield to cut the 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 adhesive, and then more adhesive that's in one of those little caulking type guns. Uh, I don't think it's as complex. You know, I was going to say, but this isn't something that if you do it wrong is going to self destruct. And then I remembered no, it's going to have a massive leak behind your dash. And then I remembered uh, the uh, my uh, seventy two uh, Nova. Uh, I had, a, had some rust going around the large back glass of uh, of the Nova, and I was driving down the road one night with uh, windows down, had no AC, and the whole black glass flew up into the air about 20 feet and landed oh. landed behind me and shattered. You could just see it go, psh. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't install it myself, but I can certainly understand how. <laughs> <laughs> I can certainly understand how, uh, you know, that it, it's, it may not be as uh, difficult as a differential gear swap, but uh, sometimes the results can be the same. Catastrophic failure. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've listened to you guys free for, I don't know, years now, and I figure I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little bit. Attention, rat bastards! And if you don't know what a rat bastard is, a rat bastard I'm is talking to you, dear pal. <laughs> it's somebody that listens to the show for free. I know you say, "Well, that's what the internet is about. It's all about free." So think of it this way. Uh, now we really, really want you to come to our uh, Hidden Falls uh, Jeep Talk Show off-road event on the June fourth. However, we understand that you may be too far away or because of the Too high good, fuel whatever. prices, you know, that you can't make it. So do this. If you can't come, you can at least help support the event by becoming a paid subscriber. And let's just look at it this way. It's going to be a lot cheaper than the gas you would have been spending. So it's you're, you're saving money by becoming a paid subscriber. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> That's well some done, logic, sir. Tony. Well <laughs> Well, some of our it's listeners are drinking, math. so that they'll go, sure, that makes sense to me. But, honey, I, I had to buy it. It was on sale. <laughs> so become a paid subscriber today. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, scroll on down, and pick your package. Hey, guys, just checking in from Utah out here. Um, just calling about the giveaway. Uh, Midland Radio, drive the way. Keep uh, up the good work, guys. Pretty awesome show. Still listening. Still a rat bastard. So maybe one day <laughs> you guys give me a radio or something, I'll think about giving back. Thanks. Now, see, this is the guy <laughs> that we're talking about that's the true rat bastard. It's like, give me something first, and then maybe I'll give you something. <laughs> I'm still listening, you know, until you, until you, you know, give me a reason not to, or until you know you give me something for free. Well, Utah rat bastard, the the uh, the good. It's good news for you because you're going to have a lot of chances to uh, to oh. get something. And I've got your number, so when you do win, if you do win, I'm going to be saying, "Hey, where's the uh, the paid subscription?" From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And for you folks that don't believe that the 4.0 is a torquey motor. Uh, I just twisted my drive shaft. It he's looks not, like a rag that just got wrung out. He's not lying. And Josh, no, you mentioned not. to uh, check your belts. And if you see three cracks and one inch or longer, that it should be replaced. Uh, I guess you never had a plumber over to your house. <laughs> well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to ask you guys, can a demon get arrested for possession? Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mentioned you're 24% funnier next week. Yes, I'm running that joke into the ground. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later. You have a good one. Bye. Oh, Linda Blair just rolled her head on that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Another timely reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody knows that, that movie. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we can't have a week go by without another giveaway. So, <laughs> next entire. Oh, I'm so I have some, excited for this. Well, I'm, and I, ha- I have to apologize. We've had a bit of a snafu uh, with this, and we were really looking forward to doing the next entire giveaway this week. 
what in, but happened? In, but in lieu of that, we're going to give away a nice Jeep Talk Show hat and T-shirt. No, no, no. We're all no, set up Tony. this. Come on. But I sent out like 20 things on Facebook I know. Pages. I hate it. I, 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 had I, I was promoting this all me. week. But people it's, were taught. Yeah. But it's a hat. And a t-shirt. No, 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 no. No, look, we've got stuff in the show notes. It's all, we were promoting it. We, who dropped the ball on this? Is this Paul's fault? God damn it, Paul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, so I'm it's, so Tony, sorry. You're just going to have to take your tires off the Gladiator. Sorry. Well, fortunately, I have a whole other set in the garage that I'm trying to sell. <laughs> oh, I see what this is. We're not going to give away a set of tires. We're going to sell a set of tires on the Jeep Talk Show. Ah. Uh, all right. All right. We'll do the giveaway. Damn it. Uh, so, uh, uh, baby doesn't need a new set of shoes. So, Nexon Tire, a leading global tire manufacturer, announced its Rodian MTX tire was recognized with an award from the transportation category uh, at the 2018 Good Design Award. The Rodian MTX was highly recognized for its distinctive designs of the machine and beast dual sidewalls, versatile for on and off-road driving that offer customers the freedom to choose their designs according to preference and vehicle type. And the Rodian MTX's solid and aggressive design is also suited to provide durability and comfort with its patented noise-canceling technology. The tire is strategically designed to avoid repetitive tread block contact that significantly reduces tread noise when you're on the pavement. The MTX offers three-ply carcass or three layers of sidewall protection, that is, that is designed specifically to offer more stability and durability when hauling heavy loads. The Nexon Rodian MTX comes in many different sizes, but for us off-road types, the Rodian, <laughs> the Rodian MTX comes in 33, 35, and 37-inch diameters. Yes, size does matter. Check out the NexonTireUSA.com site for specific di- diameter and wheel sizes. Now, you, the listener, have a chance to win a set, a whole set of Nexon Rodian MTX tires for your Jeep. You'll have to call into our voice our voicemail line, go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find the number. You will need to be caller number 50, 50 and the phrase that pays, Nexon Tire, we got you. So that's caller 50 and Nexon Tire, we got you. Now, I've heard from the inside that it was originally we got your nose, but it kind of scared some of the test audience. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's caller number fifty. Next entire, we got you. You must be eighteen years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. The Nexon Rodian MTX tires are the same tires. The ones that you're going to get, they're the same tires that Tony has on both his XJ and the Jeep Talk Show JT Gladiator. Jeep Mama had had them on her Rubicon. Wendy and Bill have them on their JKU, and I think they even got them on the tow rig. I've even got a set that, well, I haven't installed on my broke-ass Jeep <laughs> yet, but uh, now they're going on, believe me. Everybody who has used the Nexon Rodian MTX tires off-road has been absolutely amazed at just how well they perform and just how surprisingly quiet they are on the road as well. Isn't it time that you see what all the fuss is about? So go out and get your own set of Nexon Rodian MTX tires today. And, well, while you're at it, yeah, while you're in there, get a set of uh, tires for your tow rig, too. How about that? Remember, that's NexonTireUSA.com. I'm just so excited about having Nexon uh, being uh, a sponsor, NexonTireUSA.com. And it is just so wonderful that we're not giving away one set of tires, but several set of tires over the next 12 months. So this isn't going to be your one chance to win a set of tires here on the Jeep Talk Show. So we're going to be doing this again here very soon. So make sure that you are uh, well subscribed and uh, well listening to each and every show. You know, I think this is a good time to mention, although we're running a little long tonight, this is a good time yeah. to mention, how do you find, uh, get, the, get the episode, how do you listen to it quickly? Because, you know, the quicker you hear it, the quicker you know what caller and what phrase that you need uh, to call in for. The best, absolute best way 
is to download the Jeep Talk Show app. I know you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make us any money. We just have it as a convenience for you guys. It actually costs us money to have it there. So if you've got a uh, an iOS device or an Android device, you can so install this app. That's why I haven't been getting paid. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This, this whole thing is a, not a money-making thing, <laughs> as you guys know. But uh, we're, uh, we're still trying to get the good things for you, the listener. But anyway, download the app, and then you're going to be able to get uh, the, the episode just so quickly. And if you're uh, smart about it, you will go into the app and set it to automatically download as soon as it becomes available. So for some reason, if you're out of uh, cell service, maybe you're, you're in the back 40 or you're off-road someplace where they don't have cell service, the Jeep Talk Show is still going to be there. You can still get that phrase that pays. Hey, Josh, this is Matt over here at the House of Gong. Just wanted to let you know that your 12-inch is backordered. But that you know your way around Gong, I will go ahead and up your order to a 15-inch and get it right out to you with no extra cost. I know you're going to love it. Yes! Counter-coated black for free. Once you see the way this deluxe model swings once you smack it you'll never go back now, i know being a famous guy you can get any kind of gong you want but i'm proud that you chose ours so thanks a lot be seeing you that is hilarious what a great call that was such a great uh, call one of our somebody best who smells. is just tuning in is probably like what in the sam hell was oh, that about yeah well that's uh, that's the jeep talk show charm <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to the whole show, everybody. You gotta listen to the whole thing. Like you have to go back like about what three hundred episodes yeah. or so. I, I don't know. That that was uh from the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I, I, I we were got got on the subject about like shooting or guns or something like that. Yeah. And I had I mentioned that I had I had uh, uh just got a new uh, gong, you know, AR five hundred steel uh gong target uh, uh to shoot at. And uh for whatever reason, had gone down this rabbit trail apparently long enough that somebody decided to call in and and uh, <laughs> have a little fun with that whole uh, <laughs> a little uh, innuendo uh, there with the uh, with the gong. Uh, a little innuendo, <laughs> yeah. Upgraded to well, fifteen inches. Fifteen inches of innuendo. <laughs> hey guys, I'm listening to the show, and Wendy just talked about a four XE and noises. There's a different lift that they came out with for the four XE, which is weight involved. Um, it's an AV package, and I cannot remember the stock number to save my life because I was looking it up myself, and it's out of stock. Uh, I can't find it, uh, and I'm going direct to Mopar.com. I can find it aftermarket, but I'm an employee now, so I get a little discount. Um, definitely looking at it, but it is an AV, which they remade for the 4XE because of the weight of the batteries in that engine. That being said... I'm actually driving up to see my family in my new 4XE. Hopefully you can hear me because I've never tried how to hold my phone and make it a conversation. But it's kind of quiet. I got wind noise. I'm impressed with this thing so far. Um, I'm caller 18. I'd like to congratulate myself <laughs> on being the first winner on the first giveaway of the first new regular giveaways. Midland Radio, drive the wave. I'm glad to be caller 18 in the big winter. Thanks, guys. It's Travis. You know it. Giddy up. I like how the the giveaways are kind of a grease uh, to get people to call in because it's like while I'm there, let me just go ahead and tell you some other stuff before I uh, right. <laughs> before I try for the uh, the giveaway. Well, Travis, I'm sorry, <laughs> you did not win. Oh, uh, so close! Yeah, so close. No, I uh, congratulated uh, Travis on our Discord server uh, about his newest acquisition of that 4XE. And, and uh, yeah, he was talking about some springs that, uh, that Wendy was witnessing were really kind of bending out of shape. And they were snagging and hanging up on suspension components as uh, somebody that she was wheeling with who had a 4XE uh, was going through some obstacles. And they had noticed that the springs would be bowing and, and how the you know first five or six coils were just all slammed right on top of each other, just stacked That's right on top of each other. That's going to be a horrible ride. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I, and we, we talked about it a little bit on, on the show, and we're kind of trying to diagnose as, as what was going on, and, and I, had, I called it. I had said those are the wrong springs for that Jeep, uh, clearly because of what we are seeing here. 
Uh, but it was done at a professional shop. They apparently had the parts. But I think what uh, it, th this is playing into what Travis was saying. It's actually a back-ordered part or something like that. So the dealership or the uh, the Jeep shop, wherever this Jeep had gotten its upgrade from and had these installed, they couldn't get the right ones. They didn't want to tell the customer that. So they just got the uh, the ones for the regular Wrangler, not the 4XE. And here we are with a, uh, a guy who's wheeling a Jeep with the wrong springs. You remember what episode that was? Because there were some good pictures of those coils. There were some good pictures of that. That was just, uh, I think, on, what was that, 5, five, five nine, oh, It was last week, yeah. Three? Yeah, 592, I think, because that would have been with uh, with Wendy's segment. That, right. I think that's on, yeah, that's the yeah. way to think about it. Uh, so if you want to check out what the, actually, images of what we are talking about, go to jeeptalkshow.com, look for the show notes in episode 592, and you can uh, open that up, and you can see the pictures, actually see what we're talking about right here. Man, that is just so messed up. I, I can just, that would drive me, drive me nuts. Yep. And I, bet, I wonder what kind of lift they got out of that, because that's supposed to be a two-and-a-half-inch lift. It's around uh, 3.75, I think, on the well, front. I, I, I bet he got only about an inch and three-quarters. That's with what as I'm much thinking. Those springs were collapsed on each other. Oh, gee. Anyway, now yeah, it makes sense. Thanks, Travis. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Deep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. Well, as I had stated in the beginning of the show, I've got something for all you light junkies out there. If you're looking to mount some lights on your Jeep, but you don't like the idea of drilling into the body and you know, stuff like that, especially if you're going to be mounting stuff up on the front and up, up high, you know, like A-pillar brackets and stuff like that, well, I've got a solution for you. Whether you've got small little LED light pods or even some old school KC daylighters still uh, hanging around, the brackets that I'm about to tell you about are going to work for you. Made of sturdy and corrosion-free 304-grade uh, stainless steel and they feature industry-leading adjustability. In addition to whatever adjustability your light bracket already has, this mounting bracket gives you 180 degrees of up and down movement and 60 degrees of left and right. No drilling is required. You're just going to clamp the bracket over the lip of your hood and you're going to tighten it up. The clamping bracket comes with anti-slip teeth and rubber pads to make sure there is a firm, slip-free installation that leaves absolutely no scratches on the surface of your hood. The kit comes with a pair of these brackets, meaning that you can mount two different lights or use these to span the mounts of a light bar. This one is uh, this is one of the most versatile and functional light mounting options I have seen, and with a price of less than fifteen bucks, this is definitely a must-have. That's a really cool idea. Um, I thought so too. It uh, it probably would only mess up the paint if if at all on the underneath uh, side of the hood. And I think that uh, there's there's protection on both sides. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, if it does at all, it's going to be on the underside uh, where you're not going to see it. And even then, I think it's still protected. So um, yeah, well, there you go. Well, I guess if you don't, you really don't need grounding as long as you're running a, both a positive and a negative uh, line to Which the light. Which all of the LED lights yeah. uh, do have. So yeah. yeah, you're right. So maybe there's I'm some I'm trying to figure pads. out where that goes. I can't. It goes on the, the so, hood, like right there in front of the windshield. Uh, and, so these uh, would, yeah, these would go right on, on the edge of the hood. Now, you could mount them on, on the left and right, so they, they point down to the would sides. Would they be in your way when you're driving? Well, They're going to be up a little bit, you know, but uh, probably not much more. I mean, and depending on where you where you put them. So, you know, if you're just running little light pods, you'd probably run them out on the corners. And so right. you're not, they're not really going to be in the way. But if you are running like a, you know, a 21 inch light bar uh, right on the top in the middle right there. Yeah, you're probably going to, it's probably going to be in the way a little bit. Now you're going to be oh, able absolutely. to see over it, over it, around it, that sort right. of stuff. But it's going to be right there. But, you know, obviously, if that's not much of a concern, you're looking out and over it. You're not looking at it. Right. Uh, you know, depending on how low you sit in the vehicle, um, you know, that, that may be of some concern. It may not be a, an issue at all. But it is really cool. I'll just kind of clips there. It's a real easy way and a uh, inex very inexpensive way to mount a light bar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or even uh, light pods. And so, you know, yeah. I've, I've, I've always liked the idea of A-pillar lights, but I really don't like the, a lot of the A-pillar brackets out there. They're either chunky, they've, uh, known, they have known fitment issues, um, and, and, and not to mention, you've got to drill into the A-pillar. And that's a structural component of, of the Jeep. Uh, of any Jeep, for that matter. And and so that that's not something that you really want to start drilling holes into and start compromising the structural integrity of. 
Now, granted, you could say, well, the A-pillar bracket itself, that's a chunk of steel or aluminum, it's going to add some rigidity to it. And not really, not a whole lot, and especially with only a couple of screws holding it. Now, if you welded the thing in place, well, clearly, that's a different story, but who the heck is welding their A-pillar brackets onto the body of their Jeep? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> $13.49 a pair for them, two-year warranty, free returns. You want a set of these, we've got the link for you. Just click over uh, to uh, the, the show notes for episode 595 at jeeptalkshow.com. Try uh, getting uh, some uh, new differentials uh, gears installed for $13.95. Lights before <laughs> lockers, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well spoken. <laughs> Now, hey, Jeeper, are you looking for the campfire side chat? Right about now is when you'd be hearing that Jeep pulling up to the fireside and uh, the door closing, the engine turning off, all that good stuff. That segment may not be here on this part of the show anymore, but that doesn't mean it's gone altogether. Join the Jeep Talk Show for a full hour of the campfire side chat. We call it Roundtable. Every Tuesday, now's your chance to be a part of the Jeep Talk Show as we record an entire episode. Recorded live every Tuesday. Do you want in on the action? Join the newsletter or follow us on Facebook to see how you can join in on the fun. And speaking of that newsletter, head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. That's really the only link that you need to memorize. Right there, you're going to find all kinds of information about the show. How to reach out to us, how to join in on the fun, how to actually get on, on part of that newsletter and get all the inside information about what's coming up on the show, who we're interviewing, what we're giving away, what's coming up, what's happened, and what's going on. It's all in the newsletter. It's for free. It's only one email a week. We don't sell your information. We don't spam you. Nothing like that. And it's just as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and sign up for the newsletter to get in on all the action that's happening at the Jeep Talk Show. Well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail. But we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to use that hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways in all your social media posts. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. You know, when things seem especially rough, life has really has you down. Just ask, just ask yourself. Did I just my brand today? Somebody's reading ahead. <laughs> you know, if the answer is no, I think you're doing all right. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the freaking funniest thing I've seen all day. Podcasting since 2010.